Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman, the show for spiritually rooted women who are hungry for change and growth. I am your host, Natalie Warren, and my mission as a personal development strategist and inner healer is to inspire, educate, and motivate women worldwide to stop limiting themselves and settling for less than what they want and were created to be. If you are ready to transform your life by getting out of your own way, hearing your soul's voice above the noise and activating your life's purpose, you are at the best place. Let's tune in to today's episode of Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman. Hello, 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 whole woman podcast. I am delighted that you're here. And you know what? I know it's not by chance that our paths have crossed because you are a woman who is in a process, in a transformation or transition of sorts, and you're ready to awaken. You are ready to heal and grow. And you, as, as well as myself, know that this is a place where you can do that. So in our episode today, I'm just delighted and excited to share because I am not on this episode alone today where we are going to dive into talking about childhood trauma, how to heal from the trauma and or conditioning that we all may have experienced so that we can truly embrace our true inherited value. And that's what this is all about, awakening to who we really are soul, the spiritual essence of who you are. And I get to share this episode with my friend who I had the opportunity to meet and she is doing amazing things in the world. And our paths crossed and we share very similar things in helping women to grow, heal and change. So Whitney, will you please come on in the space? Let us know more about you and what you do. We want to hear from you. Thank you, Natalie. I really appreciate you inviting me in. I'm very excited to be in this space with you. Right back at you, I really admire and appreciate the work that you're doing. I loved having you on my show. Some of the points you brought up were so powerful and have really stuck with me. Uh, We focus on a lot of the same things. Mm -hmm. So I really am working to help women to what I believe is restoration, to restore what is always been true, but yet we've often lost touch with due to, you know, hundreds of years of abuse and oppression. And also, you know, just within this lifetime, um, the trauma we've incurred, our childhood, the things that have led us to often have core false beliefs about ourselves. And that's a lot of the work I do. I am a mental health therapist. I specialize in addiction and substance abuse, eating disorders, trauma, And for me, I really believe that addiction is just the outgrowth of a rejection of the self. It's a a means of trying to cope with that feeling that we are not enough, that we are not of value, that we don't matter. That is such a painful belief to hold that we seek out ways to just try to coexist with it. And sometimes that means through drugs or alcohol or sex or whatever form of an addiction we take on. Right, right. And and you started to even talk about like the work that you do and how that seed of not enoughness, which I, I definitely relate to, can lead to unhealthy coping mechanisms and um, behaviors that are destructive or harmful. 
But speak to, since you brought it up, I'm ready to dive in, right? Speak to this not enough thought or belief system, because I have found some people may say, oh, I don't have that or I don't struggle with that. But I have found it can be so subtle that you may not even recognize it. So can you speak to what that may even look like or sound like that people who are listening might go, oh, me too. Yeah, absolutely. Well, first, I do want to speak to something that actually came up for me in a solo episode I did, which is, um, you're right. I think some people may not, they may not realize it, but you know, it's as if we each have our own unique, different seeds planted Mm -hmm. through whether it's trauma or experiences. And for some, it might be the not matter seed and for other is the unlovable or for others, it's the abandonment seed. So if you know, if someone doesn't feel like they don't matter, that's wonderful. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's celebrate that because we don't all have the same core false beliefs um, that manifest into preoccupations, insecurities, addictions, right? Um, I, and I actually also brought this up that, I, I mean, I think we've all had someone in our life that just has something that they cannot get over and they are so hung up on it. And in our minds, we think, why does that bother you? You know, why is that? Because we don't have that seed. So I think sometimes when people say that it's because they're, I would say that hardly any of us get out completely unscathed, you know, hardly any of us don't have any form of a deep seeded, um, false belief that impacts our lives. And, but I, I will say that, um, the feeling like we are not enough or we don't matter can come up in, we might the way that we might not recognize it, we might think we don't have it, but if we, one of the things that can be kind of, um, tricky is people pleasing or sort of doing, feeling like you have to give and give yourself away. Overworking, over dedicating, overbooking yourself is a form of often can be a form of trying to prove your value. And you may not do it consciously, but often when people are have those tendencies, there's this belief that I have to earn my worth. If I don't do all of these things, then I'm not enough. Mm. And it can be the machine that just keeps us churning and churning out and just giving and giving and never taking the time to what I would call is getting into the seat of our feminine, which is to receive and to see our worth and to know that we are human beings. We need to be nourished just like a a plant or a tree or an animal. You know, we need to be taken care of and we can't just always be giving, giving, giving and doing. Right, right. And I appreciate, Whitney, that you brought up about how there may be different seeds. And so it might be the seed of never, never feeling never good enough, or it could be a seed of I don't matter or like those seeds. But the idea, as you said, that made me think about how that small planted seed can grow, right, can grow in our lives and turn into um, different things. But it started with a seed that was planted there. I really appreciate that because that just for me brought a visual to mind. Mm. And then you talked about the idea of receiving and which is kind of the opposite of, as you were speaking to never feeling good enough, um, receiving, which can be really challenging for us as women to receive because receiving means we have to sometimes allow and sometimes we have to surrender. Yes, absolutely. And when you said it that way, it, if we feel, um, 
it can feel like we, we're not worthy, right? That if we, when we have trouble receiving, we feel like, no, 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 I can't, I can't take that. I can't receive that. Some people can't receive compliments. Mm-hmm. That's, it doesn't always just mean like someone helping you out or something. Some people can't hear positive things about themselves. And, you know, we do kind of have this idea that, um, you know, we want, we don't want to be, you know, conceited. And we, we want to tell people if they give us a compliment, tell us we're attractive or we're, you know, impressive or that they appreciate us. We'll say, Oh no, it's, uh, it's not a big deal. And I'm not that great, but, mm-hmm. um, it, it is a little bit of indication that we don't see ourselves as worthy of receiving that grace, that compliment, um, because it can feel uncomfortable for somebody who doesn't believe that they are valuable or worthy. Right. Absolutely. Or it even make us feel, and I can say for myself at times when it was hard for me, it made me feel like that meant I was better than the person beside me, right? Like, oh, you're complimenting me. Does this make them feel a certain way to hear that? Like it was all of that just underlining guilt that would come up within myself. So I certainly understand. And many of you listening may can relate to that. If you get that kind of guilt or that what I call yucky feeling when yeah. someone gives you a compliment, it really speaks to this idea of the difficulties receiving, um, which definitely can impact how we feel about ourselves. So Winnie, I'm curious to hear more about how healing childhood trauma and conditioning really does impact our value, our inherited value. Speak to that more. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, it's, it is a very challenging thing to unravel, you know, the, the, because what happens is it, it really does start in childhood. They, you know, people will say that it's even the first three years of our life. Imagine that, that as a two and three-year-old, we're getting these seeds planted, these concepts. And, you know, it really starts when the first time we feel shame that we feel mm-hmm. neglected or alone. And it's no one's, I'm a big believer. It's no one's fault. I think that, you know, our parents in their own way are doing the best they can and no parent can be perfect. And, but we, we come into this world and expect we're going to be taken care of and loved and seen for who we are. But everyone's struggling so much on this planet that we haven't really learned how to um, be able to give and receive in a lot, Mm -hmm. as I was just speaking to. So, you know, sometimes parents don't have the capacity. They don't, you know, they didn't know how to do it because maybe they're struggling from their own childhood trauma. You know, it's this cycle we created over and over through generations, which by the way, is I think why Natalie, you and I do the work that we do is we have, I think a lot of our motivation is we want to end this cycle. Right. We want to help to break out of this where people don't incur co- trauma. And I, I want to believe that that's possible, that there can come a time where we don't have these seeds planted. So to, to your question, the reason why it's so powerful is that to release ourselves and to, to heal from trauma and how it helps us get to our worth is that when we are stuck in these false beliefs, we are imprisoned by them. Mm-hmm. we're imprisoned by the low self-esteem, the lack of confidence, the fear. Um, I don't know about you, but you know, to this day, I still have trouble in certain situations because I'll immediately go to, Oh, well, you know, I'm not as impressive as them or, Oh, well, they would much rather talk to that person than me. And the right. old thoughts come back, the old feelings, and they feel so real. Absolutely. 
they feel so real and there's, they can be so devastating. And you feel like you are a child again, that little child that just wanted to be seen and heard and appreciated and told you're, you are okay just as you are. Right. right. The phrase that you use, Natalie, has stuck with me and I've, I've, I've kind of borrowed it a little bit. I hope that's okay. Mm-hmm. But you said we're whole, complete and lacking nothing. Right. And and that phrase, it, lacking nothing is just so powerful to me because man, have I spent my life feel like I'm lacking everything that makes you a, a worthwhile person. And that's such a devastating way to live and makes it very hard to live when Absolutely. you feel, yeah. When you feel that just fundamentally, you don't have what other people have. You're missing something. You don't belong. You don't matter. So when we live that way, it's like, I've read, I read somewhere that living with low self-esteem is like driving with your parking brake on. And that's mm-hmm. what it's like to have these false beliefs. You're just, it's so much harder. So when we begin to heal, you start to actually feel that loosening up. Something begins to lift. It's like you have this giant rope tied around your waist and you suddenly start to loosen it. And you say, oh my gosh, I didn't know I could feel this relief. I didn't know that I could feel okay, just as I am. Not because I had, you know, made an an impressive speech, not because I got accolades or attention or whatever it is, just because I'm realizing I'm okay as I am. And that is the true nature of healing from childhood trauma. It will never be be because you got the house you wanted and the job you wanted and the per, and the partner you wanted. Those are all beautiful things, but those are icing on the cake. They'll never be enough to heal you. Nothing external ever will. They can help, right? Partnerships bring great joy to our lives. You know, they're wonderful, but they're not going to, to resolve what's deep inside of you. Only we can do that. And so that's why that work is so important, but, but it is, it can be challenging, but it is possible is the message I want to offer. It does take time. Just like, you know, if you, if you cut yourself, you can't just snap your fingers and it heals. It's a, it's a sacred process of healing. You know, the way that you watch your skin, you know, miraculously just start to, it knows exactly (laughs) what to do, right? It starts to close up the wound and it, it bleeds first. And then it, you know, scabs over and you'll say, wow, that was amazing. What my body just did. It healed. And what I've realized is that our emotional body knows how to heal too we know how to heal and we feel like we don't. And that's why, you know, to me, the divine feminine is so important because it's the message that everything you could ever need is right within you. Right. We just have to connect with it, believe it, let go of that critic in our head that says, no, not me. This pain is a, is a part of who I am. I deserve this pain. I it's true that I'm not good enough. That's when we really need to work with others, right? It's an inside job, but the, facilitation comes from those who can help us heal. They can help us begin the process when it feels so hard on our own. Right, right. Oh man. So those who are listening to this episode, you can see why Whitney and I have this conversation because she's speaking the language. Like it feels so good, Whitney, to hear the language of what you're saying and That is so true to what I believe and stand with that we are complete, lacking nothing. We're perfect, that our value is inherited. But we've had all these things that have gotten in the way that cause us to forget who we truly are. And you're right. Healing, as you gave that beautiful analogy of the healing process, 
if you ever see healing that happens with that skin, it never goes out of order. <laughs> that there's yeah. this perfect process that happens each time. And sometimes I would prefer it to just get to the scab and, and heal over and come off and then it's all smooth again, but yeah. it never goes out of order. Um, and so following that process, while it can unfortunately be uncomfortable, it is the beautiful unfolding of your manifestation of the healing that happens. And so I'm so glad you shared on that and how it is possible and whether you may need support with that process, that's okay, but it's possible for us. And so speak more to this value. Like when I really stand in the truth of who I am and the value that that brings me, what what can my life look like? Well, your life can be limitless, <laughs> you know, and that that's the whole thing that, you know, again, I think we're motivated to do this work is that humans potential is is truly infinite. We um, we live in a very small box of the expanded potential that we are capable of. And we are beginning to unlock that possibility, but these, these basic concepts we have are keeping us from that, right? This, the idea that what we have, what has happened to us defines who we are, what has happened to us says something about us, right? That we're not good enough, that we are bad, that something's wrong with us. Um, when we begin to really, really give the messaging and the ideas that no matter what happens to us, we have infinite worth always mm -hmm. that we can, we are unharmable and that nothing that happens to us can, it can hurt us, but it can't harm us. The difference is that hurt, you know, someone punches you and ow, it's going to hurt, but it doesn't, you know, it doesn't harm your essence. It doesn't right. change your soul, but we, we have this belief that when something happens to us, we're harmed, that we are in some way, maybe tainted or not the same. And that's what also can perpetuate core false beliefs and being stuck in this trauma energy, because we say, you know, I can't be like everyone else because this, this happened to me. And that, is, that can be a hard mentality to get out of. But again, on the other side of that is, man, if you, you know, I, I just, I don't want to make it sound too simple because I know how hard it is. I've, been through the trenches and I'm still in it. I mean, in fact, I'll just say today, I'm having one of those days where it's like, I just don't feel it. I feel, I feel the deficit. I'm feeling this, you know, I've had some things come up recently that brought up these same fears. Um, but then you have moments of clarity where you're, you suddenly feel your power and worth that literally has no condition, Right. that it's not because somebody rejected you or didn't. It's not because you look good enough or you don't, it's just there. It's just there. And, you know, whenever, and maybe someone needs to hear this today, but you know, when I was having a really hard time earlier, I realized that I can go, even if I'm hurting, I can go and do something. I can be on this podcast. I can be here and I can speak my truth and that can be helpful. And now I feel more in my value and power again, because I recognize, oh, nothing changed. I just went through a difficult moment where old feelings came up. That's okay. That's another message for anyone listening. It's okay to have bad days where you have setbacks and you fall right back into the same feelings, let them come through you. Just see if you can offer yourself compassion and kindness. Even if half of your brain is saying, I knew it, I'm not good enough. That's why they don't like me. That's why I didn't get the job. You can now the healing process is to start to say, but is that really true? 
It's not true that it has anything to do with you. It's just, I mean, the ultimate truth to me is that certain people or situations or opportunities that don't work out for us, were just not meant for us. We right. take things very personally, right? But nothing right. is actually personal. It's just at a soul level, it wasn't a match, but our brains and the messages of our society says, if you're good enough, then everyone will want you. If you're good enough, you'll get every job you'll ever try for. If you're good enough, you'll be the best always, but it's just right. not true. So again, back to your question, you know, when we begin to get into our value, we release our ego and we are free. We're free to express who we truly are. And there's no greater feeling in the world than expressing our true essence and opening our hearts because that is a part of our essence. Our love is our essence and we can't give ourselves without opening our hearts. And when we feel in that energy of not good enough and not worthy, the number one go-to is going to be to shut yourself off from the world. Cause you don't, you, that's your, what else are we going to do? You know, we can right. feel so helpless when we feel like, well, no one cares about me. So I'm just going to shut down. I'm going to shut off. I'm going to close my heart to the world. I'm going to hide away. So I can't get hurt because it's too hard to feel this way. Right. Yes. Yes. Okay. Like as you were talking, I was like, yes, yes. <laughs> um, because it just, yeah, it reminded me of why this is so important to have even a discussion about it. Um, yeah. This awareness around it is empowering that uh, an individual, if nothing else, can say, wait a minute, right? They're waking up to the truth of truth of who they are. And, and as you just were talking, I was like, yes, yes. <laughs> so <laughs> if you're speaking, if it's speaking to you in that way, I invite you just to say yes to it, right? This idea that I have a true inherited value that makes me limitless, that I don't have to believe the stories, the lies. I don't have to make things personal as Whitney just shared, that I get to experience something different. How empowering and freeing. That was the word I felt, Whitney, free. (laughs) Free, how beautiful is that, that we have the opportunity and the right to walk in such. Whitney, I'm curious because we're coming close to the end of time, but I want to hear from you because what I have also learned on my journey is that we teach what we need to learn. Mm-hmm. We teach what we need to learn. So my assumption might be that you have been on your own journey of this, and this is also why you're willing and ready to teach it. Yes, absolutely. And I love that you brought that up because I just was having this conversation with somebody this week because I was actually, it's been a bit of a a tough time. I think I'm going through some kind of transition and changes and with transition and change comes, you know, these old traumas and beliefs are going to come up because they want to be, have the next step of healing happen. Mm -hmm. And each healing cycle is hard because you have to feel it all over again. Right. And it's it's not for the faint of heart. I'll also say that to anyone out there, please know how brave and courageous you are for even listening to this, because it means that you're open to the spiritual process of healing and you've made it this right. far. So keep going. But I was telling someone, I said, you know, I kind of feel like a fraud having a podcast because I'm hurting so much right now and I'm stuck in this stuff. I don't know who am I to speak. And my friend said, she said exactly what you just said. She said, we teach what we need to learn. She said, you're probably speaking to these things now because you're needing to hear it too. I'm my own audience. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Right? So yeah. And, and I think that that's okay. You know, We're, none of us are healed completely. Somebody said this to me once. They When I was in recovery from drugs and alcohol, 
I was saying something similar. I was like, you know, I feel like I've still have so much work to do. And I, how am I ever going to resolve all this? I feel like a total hot mess. And she said, well, you know, if you solved everything, you wouldn't be here. Right. You would move on. That's we come into this lifetime to have this experience of having to learn to accept and love and forgive ourselves and heal ourselves and remember who we truly are, which is lacking nothing whole and complete just as we are. So we can't just hold, put life on hold until we're finished because when we're finished, we'll be gone. (laughs) Right. So we do the work, even when we're having a bad day, even through tears. And you know what? I think it's, I would love to hear someone else also speak when they're having a hard time. Cause I think there are some people out there who are spiritual guys that seem to have it all together all the time. And it does feel a little bit like, oh man, Mm -hmm. I can't really relate to that because they just seem so, you know, above it all. And like, they don't have any problems. So I think it's just come with your authentic self and yes, indeed we will, you know, teach the things that we are needing to learn. And that's our healing process that will also help heal others. So it's a beautiful reciprocated process. Right. Right. I so agree. And I will say I do the work and I get to do the work. I I do the work and I get to do the work and it is a continual process of growing, of healing, of awakening. It's this beautiful thing that happens. So those who are listening, I I hope that you grabbed, I know that you grabbed some nuggets that can very well continue your journey. And we're on the path with you, which is what Whitney is also sharing, that we are also on this path as well. And so inviting those who want to continue on the path, check out some other episodes. And then you may also be curious to know, how can I stay connected to Whitney? Whitney, please share with us how we can stay connected with you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the best way is to find me on Instagram if you're on there at Women Waken. And anyone listening, if you want to follow me on there and send me a DM, I'd be happy. I'm a tarot reader and I like to pull a few cards for anyone who who connects with me there. So you can find me there, Women Waken at Instagram. Also, I have my podcast that Natalie was a beautiful guest on. And you can find our episode um, on any podcast platform. It's Women Waken podcast. And I'm also on YouTube. So you can watch our video there. All right. Thank you so much, Whitney, for being here, sharing your expertise, your experience, who you are. We appreciate all of that. And listen, if you are at this episode, I just wanted to tell you that we're getting ready to end today, but that doesn't mean that our journey together has to end, that you can see us in the next episode of Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman. Until then, bye for now. Thanks for listening to Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman. If you liked our show and want to know more, check us out at www.awaken2power.com. You can also leave us a review on iTunes and we would love to hear your feedback. Join us next week for another episode of Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman.